Welcome to another episode of the Wood Couture podcast. In today's episode, we are very lucky. We have Damien Perot, Global Senior Vice President, Design and Innovation at Accor. Damien, welcome to our show. Thank you, Filippo. Wonderful. I'm very excited because uh, many people at home do not know, but Damien is credited with revolutionizing the way the company approach design and uh, how they innovate. So with this 23 experience at Taco, we want to know more. So Damien, tell us about your journey. Where you started for you? You know, my, my, my journey uh, is, uh, is, is, is like a real adventure. You know, I start, you know, everybody, when you're a kid, you want to be a, a policeman or you want to be a firemaker, etc. Me, when I was a kid, I, 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 my dream was to be a chef. And uh, I love everything around, around food. And uh, it's, this is something I always kept. So I did my study and I did a hotel, uh, hotel school. And that's, that's where I start. So it's really the passion of this hospitality industry that uh, bring me to, to it. And then after, I start working at Accor um, just, just because uh, I, had, I had an opportunity, let's say. And uh, the first job I, 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 um, I had in this company was to, to do some, some IT system. They asked me to build some IT solution for uh, Vagonly. It was a, a catering, uh, at, uh, the, the catering in the train uh, at Accor. And me, I didn't knew anything about computer except Word or Excel or whatever. And so I, I read the, you know, the book, so how to, to program, etc. And I, I developed a tool and, uh, and it works well. So, uh, so after the, the head of procurement at Accor asked me to join the, the head office to do uh, the same type of, uh, of system, which I did. And uh, after uh, I came to him and I said, I'm not working in the hospitality to be behind a screen. I, I want to travel. I want to say, okay, next week you go to the US and you tell me uh, what we can learn from them uh, on the procurement process. I went in New York and I come back and I said, wow, it's good. They do that, that, that. You say, okay, so now you go to Japan and you, you, do, uh, you, you, you are the project manager for the Sofitel Tokyo for the refurbishment of that, uh, of that project. And that's where I start to a new, let's say, new, uh, new journey. And then after, I won't explain everything because it is going to take hours. But, uh, and then after, I was a construction project manager. Then after I, I, I was uh, 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 in charge of, uh, of uh, business unit at Accor, who is looking, at, who is doing all the FFNE, OSNE, uh, the procurement for all new projects. So I lead that and I international internationalized this uh, this business unit before it was just based in Paris, and I set up uh, lots of uh, 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 business unit in. Uh, in India, in South America, etc. It works very well. And after I was in charge of uh, all uh, uh, technical side, uh, construction, renovation, and maintenance for all our hotel in, uh, in, in Europe. And then uh, after a big discussion with the chief marketing officer of the company, I said that um, we really need to change the design strategy of this company. 
and I propose him a, a new uh, a new strategy, really focusing on creativity. And so I'm 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 now head of uh, of design uh, since uh, since five five years. So that's a long journey, but uh, in a company which gives you the opportunity to live uh, lots of different careers, lots of different jobs, staying in one company with one thing in common is is passion. Your title says global, and is a true global experience yours because from. Europe to the Americas and uh, all the other projects you led, you really come equipped with uh, an amazing global experience. And uh, through your journey, have you had a mentor, somebody that you look up and anytime you need an advice, you go to and who that will be? I had a few a few mentors, uh, not, only, uh, not only one. Um, the, the first one when I started was, was, was my father, for sure. You know, you all... wow. Then after, I had a, a, a mentor, which is a, a Sven Boinet in Accor. It used to be a number two at Accor uh, since uh, un, enfin, he left uh, one year ago or 12 months ago. Fantastic man. Uh, really, it um, doesn't matter who you are in the company. For him, every people in the company are very important and each time I face difficulties, he always gives me the, the right advice and on top of that, it's an example. You know a mentor, it's not somebody who tells you what to do, it is somebody who inspires you. You just look at what he does, what he did and the decision he made and it gives you some insight for you in order to, 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 to do your own journey. So it was a, a big... Uh, a big mentor. Then uh, I had also uh, the chief marketing office officer uh, who, who left the company a few years ago, uh, Grégoire Champetier, was a, uh, a huge mentor and, and he's still a mentor for me uh, on, on what I've seen from him in, 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 in the past. It's a very, very good example. And I must say that today, on top of that, uh, uh, Sébastien Bazin is, uh, is also a mentor. Uh, you know, he's, he's someone with a strong vision. And you know, when you when you are a manager in a company, you don't need really more. You need more, you, you only need somebody who show you who show you really the, the vision and, and stimulate the entire company and, and then you you follow him. You follow him uh, and that's human uh, hum, the, the human uh, is very important in the business human consideration yeah through your journey what do you consider to be your biggest achievement your biggest success the first one um which were very very important is when when i changed completely the business model of the procurement uh, uh, at, at accor uh, procurement agent uh, let's say at accor we so it was a it was a business unit that only worked with a subsidiary uh, project and the company worked more and more with management uh, and uh, franchisee contract. And um, I, I thought there is uh, something to do, really changing the business model and being able to propose that new services to, to, to those uh, owners. And, uh, and it was a big success. So I completely, uh, so uh, before it was 80% turnover with uh, sub subsidiary and after, uh, one year approximately, it really changed to 80% uh, 
turnover with uh, with the franchisee and, uh, and and managing with an increase of 30% of total turnover, which is a big success. And so I roll out this business unit uh, all around the world in Australia, in, uh, in, in Brazil, in, in India, in China, in Germany, in UK, uh, etc. And, it, and, it, and it's still working very, very well, uh, very well today. It was a, a new business, which then uh, uh, at that time, the, uh, the boss of Accor uh, take this as an example on how we can transform uh, from uh, uh, let's say um, a subsidiary um, uh, internal uh, business to a service provider position. And so that's, that was a big success. <clears throat> and then the other success, I would say it's, uh, it's, it's having completely changed the, the, the role of the design in the company. Before the design at Accor was really uh, like in, in the literature, it was the, the ghostwriter meaning that you had the, the marketing, you really define what is a brand, the guest journey, et cetera. And then after you ask the designer uh, to, to define the color of the walls. I exaggerate a little bit. What I changed is I really plugged the design at really the early stage in order that the design is really part of defining the guest journey and defining the, the entire, let's say, brand DNA. And, uh, and, and that's, that, that makes a big, big, big difference. And on top of that, we do that um, and, and with, with no boundaries, meaning like if I take an example of uh, Ibis or, or Novotel, huh, which is uh, one of the first brands at Accor, we work with the, the team in the region. We do design context in Brazil, uh, Europe, Middle East, uh, Asia, and we work at the same time with four different designers in order to define the new design direction for the brand. And then we define four different concepts that we are able to roll out everywhere around the world. So it's really, uh, before it was very uh, managed by the global and then rolling out everywhere. Now, it comes it, it come from, from, from the countries, goes up to the global in order to make it consistent. It's a completely different way of working, but it's a very, it is very inclusive and uh, it changed a, a lot the, the entire organization of a, of, a, of a global company. And that's, I'm, I'm, I must say, I'm very, very proud because it's a, it, is, uh, it is not an easy, uh, uh, adventure to, 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 to make that, that, that switch. It was interesting. I, I read about one of your recent interview and uh, I really love what you said. And uh, the question they've asked you is, what's your definition of success? And your answer, uh, I think I never got an answer so amazing. When people don't talk to me about the product, but about the experience. Yeah. Now, tell me a bit more how you guys work with the professionals you know, to create these experiences because you must have a challenge with all the brands you have. When you would like to create an experience, you, you have to, 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 to be much more ambitious, meaning that the experience is one thing, but the target, the final of the objective is not the experience, it's the emotion. 
and and that's really what you need to 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 define what type of emotion you would like to you would like to create really look at the final final objective and the final objective is emotion that's the first that's the first uh, let's say ingredient in the in the recipe of creating experience and then after it's about uh, empathy it's uh, it's really uh, about uh, uh, listening to to the client of course uh, because they are really uh, at the center but to to listening to to the client today and also listening with all the other parameters around you that will give you um, a vision on what will be their next uh, needs uh, tomorrow that's something also very uh, very uh, very very important and then after it's uh, it's a combination of many things. I do strongly believe in the power of the place. You know, when you are in the in front of the Materon, for example, Montaigne in Switzerland, you feel something inside your body. You, you don't really know what's happened, but you feel something very strong because of the of the of the place, because of this beautiful mountain or in, in front of the sea, etc. And so, but it's not only that, you have also uh, the sound of the sound of the silence in the in the top of the mountain. You have the the the, the shape of, of the mountain, the color of the of the mountain, the contrasts of the, the snow and the grass, etc. Plus the the the, the odor, the, the smell. You know, it's very it's very complex if you want to create a, a, an emotion, and that's really what 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 we do. So first of all, the volume. You need to work on the volume because the place is very important. Then you need to work on the on the style, the color, the materials, etc., in order to, to to create that. And then after you need you need to think about all the all the little details, odors, sound, and even the small objects because you need you need to make the story authentic. And that that's what's going to create because if it is full stack approach the client will forget will forget everything and will be completely open to leave something different so if you are in a restaurant if the knife is not in the good material you kill the experience even if everything and all the rest is perfect so you always need to 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 also define the 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 all the small details that will really participate and, and create that, uh, that, that emotion. In a core brand portfolio, you know, you go from the super luxury and all the way down, to, which I have a legacy. You have brands that have got huge legacies, you know, Orient Express, Raffles, these are, you know, made the history of the hospitality industry. But on the other spectrum, you have a Novotel and Ibis, which has a different legacy, you know, I mean, they created a core. So the question I have is, the emotion you described are more relating to the top-end brand or you, you try to achieve it also in Novotel and Ibises? You, you must achieve it with, uh, with, uh, with also a, a budget brand like, uh, like Ibis, an eco-economic brand. It's, it's, it's mandatory. I mean, today, you know, it's um, um, the same client could sometimes sleep in an ibis and sometimes in a raffles. 
it's it's you know you don't have Huffer's clients, IBIS clients, or Novatech clients. You have clients who sometimes choose Huffer's because of different reasons, and sometimes they choose IBIS because they don't need to stay in the raffles. Sometimes they will eat a McDonald's, an hamburger, because they love hamburger, and sometimes they're gonna eat a three-star macaron, uh, three-star Michelin restaurant, you know? So it's, it's not, and you, so you need to define different atmosphere. And uh, there is, it's a good reason why some guests, uh, they, they could um, drive a Porsche uh, or uh, even a Rolls Royce, and stay in uh, Mama Shelter, which is a three-star hotel, uh, just because they, they want that kind of experience. In Joe & Joe, Joe & Joe is really focusing on millennials. You know, it's, it's, it's uh, the bed start at uh, 20 to 30 euros per night. Uh, so you, you, you can imagine. And you have people who are able to afford a, a Fairmont or a, a Raffles who stay in, in Joe & Joe with their kids because they want to live that experience. And, and so if you do not target uh, uh, living experience as well in IBIS or in Joe & Joe or in, in those brands, you will never achieve this, uh, this, uh, this objective. And that's, uh, and that's a big need. So there is not Experience, it's not only for luxury uh, hotel, it is for all the hotels. In the last few years, you know, Accor has been at the forefront of the lifestyle hotel brands, you know, I mean, with, uh, with the portfolio of hotel brands, which is, you know, first class. And uh, how, uh, the, the, the question I have is, you know, I mean, has that made you change the way you approach design again because of the, the type of brands? Although, how have you undertaken the task of addressing this? We've learned a lot, huh? to be honest, you know, those acquisitions, those new brands, uh, when we acquired them, uh, we, we've learned a lot. And me, as a, in charge of design for all, all the brands, it was a fantastic opportunity to reinforce what we are trying to do. Because, uh, you know, when you, you acquire a, a brand like uh, Mama Shelter or 25 Hours and you have the founder saying, no compromise on product, no compromise on product. We need to invest in creativity. We need to work only with great designers who really, uh, going to really, hotel after hotel, bring something, something else, uh, another layer of, uh, of a new uh, an innovative things, etc., etc. And that's, that's a, a, a fantastic opportunity uh, saying that, in fact, creativity is key. And there is, there is an investment for creativity. And it's not only for lifestyle, but for all the other brands we need to integrate that, that type of, uh, of things. So, of course, uh, on that, we've learned a lot. And that's why also, you know, for my Shelter, I do not... Uh, uh, work on that brand. I let them continue what they've done, and and that's about that. I don't want to in interface. The only thing I'm trying to do is uh, to to support those brands in order being able to scale because it is very different when you build one hotel per year, and then when you have a development in your pipeline of 20 to 25 to 30 hotels 
ongoing at the same time around the globe. So it's a, it's a different approach. You need to make sure that the people who's going to work on those brands understand the brand, get the DNA, and, and make sure that they're going to stimulate exactly the same dynamic in an hotel in Thailand or in South America, etc. Yes. You know, it's it's uh, it's what I, I prefer in a way. First of all, uh, in my in my team, the first things we need to do is to meet designers all the time, new talents. We need to be and work closely with all the design schools all around the globe, and that's why we have uh, Accord Design Award contest with all the design schools all around the globe uh, to 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 do that contest. We need really to be completely. Uh, um, uh, we, we need to deep dive into that uh, that design work, and not only when we have a project, we need to do that without knowing what what we're going to do with those designers, because you know it's a it's very important. So that's the the first thing. The other thing is the evolution of the society is incredible. If you look at the Moore curve, I don't know if you've seen that Moore curve, it's the capacity of computer to calculate. Huh? The curve is like, is like this. And it is really in line with the evolution of the society. You know? From 60s to 2000, the society didn't really evolve drastically. From 2000 up to today, the evolution is, is huge because also of the, of the technology. So you need to work and to select the designers who's got that vision on the evolution of the society. You don't need to work with designers who knows hospitality, but who's got that strong vision and creativity. We know the hotel industry. What I want from designers is to bring that, that creativity, those new things, you know, because the one who never worked on, on the hospitality you don't need to reset and, and, and reinvent what you've learned. You know, it's, it's a completely fresh and virgin uh, approach on this business. And that's very, very, very important. And so that the risk we take, we need to take risk. Working with designers who've done a hundred of hotels before, it's very secure. We need to take risk and select those designers who've got the, this, uh, this, this vision. So that's uh, that's uh, that's very important. And you know, in the if you look at uh, in the fashion industry, for example, if Dior is where Dior is today, it is because they took a lot of risk with uh, uh, Galliano at that time, and and they invest a lot on creativity. Finally, what is the strategy of the of those luxury brand is investing in creativity. And that's exactly what we are doing at Accor uh, with, the, with the designer. If, if, I, if I take uh, Ibis, Novotel, Joe and Joe, we have worked in order to define the design direction or the brand 
with designer who never worked on in the hospitality before. Wow. So interesting how you are trying to approach, uh, try to shape the not only design, but the way of approaching design, because as you just said, you know, you're going for designers that even did not work in hospitality. So bring fresh idea into the industry. So it, it sounds like that in the DNA of a core, if I may say, innovation started very long time ago. Like in 1973, I think, if I'm not mistaken, Formula One was the first hotel with uh, uh, the key cards and that, you know I mean? So we're going back 40 plus years, almost 50 years, that innovation. Yeah. So where do you think is going to be the next design innovation going forward? The, the, the next design innovation is, is really like Formula One. Formula One, I, I like the uh, Hotel F1. I like this example that you just mentioned because uh, you know it was in, uh, in, the, in the early uh, 80s and it was uh, off-site uh, construction as well on the way we used to build that. No nowadays, we are talking about this new revolution uh, uh, in the industry with off-site uh, construction. But we did that, uh, let's say, uh, 40 years ago, which is, enfin, 30 years ago, which is completely amazing. And on top of that, the big revolution is that hotel, thanks to Hotel F1, was not only for a certain category of people, but for everyone. And it democratized completely uh, this. And that's a huge innovation. The next... Evolution in the hospitality industry and what we, we are working on lots of different projects uh, around that, uh, that, that, that new, uh, let's say, vision is that the hotel will not be only a place for people who travel, but will be a place for all people living around. And that's really the target. So uh, there is lots of services that we need to offer to people living around uh, around the hotel and not only the one who need to sleep uh, in, in, in the hotel. And um, on top of that, if you take a, a, in 2050, uh, the density of the city will increase by 60%. So the city, the density will be, will be huge. The traffic will be enormous. And so, we completely need to change the way we live and to, to being able to do everything at a 10 minute walk from home because it would be just impossible to, to do exactly the same as what we do. And so there is new needs like co-working today, for example, teleworking, for example, and the hotel could play a big role. And that's, that's just one example. And there is lots of other examples and innovation, innovation uh, that, uh, we are, we are, as we speak, working on with, with, with that initial, initial ID. There is a lot of, there is a lot of designers out there uh, that believes that COVID, obviously COVID had an impact on the event industry. And uh, even now we are talking remotely and, uh, do, and some of them at the bold state, made a bold statement saying that, the meeting space of our hotel going forward in certain category may not exist. What's your views on that statement? My view is I'm never categoric when I talk about the future because there is no one future, but there is a lot of different futures. So I, I'm, I'm not categoric saying that um, there is some who say that people will stop travel because uh, of many things. I, I, I'm saying, no, the, the evolution is 
is huge. Be positive and, optim and, and optimist. Uh, and um, uh, imagine new services, imagine more flexibility for the meeting rooms, uh, new spaces, and, and, and we're going to define step after step what's going to be uh, the future. Saying today that meeting rooms is completely finished, I would say no. I would say no, uh, people need to meet. You know, just take the example of after the first uh, lockdown in Paris, in Bangkok, everywhere around the world, the day they say you can go out, people go in the street all together because people, you know, they want to connect. They still want to discover the world. They, 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 we are human people. I mean, love is stronger than anything. It's all about that. You will never be happy uh, in a box uh, uh, closed with, with walls. You, nobody wants that. So of course the crisis is very important and it's, and it's a worldwide uh, crisis. So the impact for the industry and the event industry is very strong, but uh, the business is back. There is no financial crisis. People uh, restart. I mean, we have very good signals in the, in the industry. So it will take time, but, but, but it, it, it will come back. We, I'm sure that, uh, in probably three years time, Filippo, we're going to talk together and we're going to talk about how could we face the difficulties that uh, we've changed uh, and we offer new services to people living around the hotel, but we still have an increase of people who are traveling so high that we need much more hotels, etc. And, and, and that's going to be our next, uh, our next difficulties. Likewise, the, the the consciousness of people that post-COVID, everybody is very much a to preserve the planet and, uh, and human interactions. And, uh, and I want to lead to the discussion about sustainability. Do you think the hospitality industry in general have done enough to address sustainability through design? Definitely not. Uh, starting from, from us, honestly, at ACOR, I think uh, we have a very strong uh, policy uh, around sustainability. But uh, there is a big difference between having a strong uh, policy, strong ambition, than what we are doing today. Meaning that today, when you want to always be better, you need to know where, from where you start. So when we define a new design direction, a new concept, now we measure. We measure every single item in order to know what is the global carbon footprint for this concept. How can we increase that? How can we select the right suppliers, et cetera, et cetera. So now it becomes much more, let's say, uh, um, precise in terms of, uh, of decision. Before it was, oh yes, it's a good supplier. This supplier has got a, a, good, a good policy in terms of CSR, so we work with this supplier. Oh, it's got a F, uh, SC uh, wood, so it's, it's enough. No, it's not enough. Now we need to measure much more than that. And that's what we've, we've, we've just put in place this year. And we've put in place also a tool that we roll out everywhere around the, the, the world to all our design technical services guys in order to support our investors on the, on, on the right choice. For example, 
do you do you select this chair this chair or this other chair it won't be just about price but we have a full criteria that need to be answered in order to also select every single equipment uh, uh, with the the environmental uh, analysis of uh, every single uh, single element and that's that's make a big big change and i'm sure that uh, i i really prefer investing a lot on that <laughs> and improving in every single hotel that we're going to build our carbon footprint instead of doing just uh, one hotel with a big uh, big solar panel etc and, and just showcasing a very good example that's 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 our approach today really uh, uh, improving everywhere on every hotel uh, the, 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 the carbon footprint but you know it's quite interesting because obviously again you, you, you clearly mentioned that you know the innovation that go, going on at the core where you want to measure the impact that that they and and that you do in creating a better environment and uh, but um, I interviewed a lot of leaders in the design community and uh, and uh, they tell me that in the last two years a lot of clients part of their scope they don't talk about sustainability. So my, my question to you is, you know, I mean, uh, he's also the design community, design industry suffering from the fact that, uh, um, how can I say to you, you know, I mean, is uh, how they do enough to get knowledge about what does it mean delivering, you know, I mean, uh, okay, let, let's label it a green hotel, you know, a green experience. What, what, what do you think is the, the, the challenge in the ecosystem? The, the challenge is, is uh, is around the, the the performance of what we are doing, uh, and there is different. There is the operational performance, there is the financial performance, and the perform and the performance uh, on on the asset itself. So, what's going to help is tomorrow the value of a building will be nothing if the building is not green in a way, and that will impact a lot. Uh, the, the commitment of all investors to build, uh, let's say, green. So the value of the asset uh, is, is, is key for in all investors. And so that will, that will really help us in order to force that commitment that we all have in this industry. And on top of that, there is lots of people who really want to act, but they don't know what to do. And I think today, there is lots of very good labels in place. There is lots of very good consultants to support the, the, our investors, etc. And we do have in all our guidelines for all brand specific part, really focusing on, sustain, on sustain, uh, sustainability and not only on uh, design elements, but also mechanical, electrical, etc. Et so now there is no excuse, I, I, I gonna say. There is everything. And, and on top of that, I must say, and I'm very impressed and very happy about that, is there is a strong com com commitment coming from the company at the top level. And now we have Brun Poisson, which is the, our new head of uh, sustainable uh, in, at Accor. It's going to bring a huge dynamic. She used to work for the government uh, just before coming in. 
which is incredible. That's so coming from the top, huge commitment, and coming from all the employees. I mean, they will never stay working at Accor if Accor do not act very strongly. There is lots of initiatives coming from the employee which are much better, much higher than, than the, 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 the policy of Accor. You know, I'm very positive because now it's coming from everywhere. And so it will, it will, it will, uh, it will happen very, very soon. Yeah. yeah. Obviously, you just mentioned that the chief of sustainability is a lady. And, uh, and uh, you know, I mean, obviously, uh, I would say Accor, like other companies, you know, are leaders in diversity. And, uh, and uh, so what, do you think the hospitality industry have done enough for gender equality in general? No, not, not at all. I mean, we, uh, we uh, do a lot, uh, but that is not enough. I mean, we are uh, coming from very, very far. Uh, and so, uh, so nowadays, and more than ever, we need to, we need to change that. And, and so the entire company is really uh, uh, committed uh, to that diversity. Um, and, uh, and, and it is key uh, to also to be, to be productive. It's, 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 it's good for the society, you know, it's not like a constraint uh, saying that, uh, no, no, it is very, very key. So uh, I'm also positive, but, uh, but we need to accelerate uh, drastically on that, uh, on that point as well. And, and if I take the example uh, uh, also of, uh, of my team, um, I have approximately half-half, a man and, and, and woman, and coming from different countries as well. I have people coming from, from Italy, Brazil, uh, New Zealand, uh, uh, and of course, uh, of course, uh, of course, France and uh, and and Australia, etc. I mean, that's very important. The diversity is is key is key to be to be successful. On top of that, where do you see yourself in the next? 10 years, where would Damien like to be in 10 years' time? Doing what? In 10 years' time, I, that's, I, it's, it's, I don't know. I, uh, I would say professionally, I don't know. Because, you know, uh, the journey, all the job I've made at Accor, I never thought doing that type of job before. So I know that in 10 years time, I will, I will be surprised myself uh, probably on where I am and, and, and why. So, so it, could be, uh, it could be crazy. Uh, I could be maybe, uh, maybe in a kitchen finally uh, cooking for, 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 for a, good, a good restaurant uh, because uh, that's, that's what I would like to do when I was a kid. Why not? I don't know. I, I really, I really don't know. It's a very difficult uh, question for me. But I can say that that uh, that my dream huh, in ten years is when I look back and uh, saying that uh, I uh, I participate uh, strongly to the evolution of the hospitality. That's what I would like to to feel in ten years' time. What legacy would you like to leave behind? The day that you say, you know what, I'm going to open my fine dining restaurants. What legacy 
do you want to leave behind in the design business? Um, that people understand that uh, that creativity is an asset uh, and a strong asset, and you need to invest a lot on creativity. Uh, it's not on, on always uh, having the good machine, the good product, uh, the best productive materials all around you, the good, the great process, etc., etc. Uh, creativity will change everything and could and, and it is only creativity that could change the world nothing else and that will never be replaced by machine that's really coming from from what human people are the best is creativity and that's why it's very important and even more today that our kids uh, are uh, uh, working on learning how to play music, uh, how to to draw uh, on creative things at the early stage, because that's what's make the big difference tomorrow. So, like we do with all our guests on the podcast, now you are in France, obviously, in your wonderful Paris. And uh, the question I have: If we put a giant whiteboard on the Arc de Triomphe. What message would you write on that? Passion is everything. You need to do, you need to do everything with passion. And, and when you do that, you make people happy. You are happy. You do much more than what you, 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 you would uh, imagine you can do. Passion. Passion is the key of happiness. And... Uh, and people sometimes forget to put passion, even when you do something you don't like to do. Try to find and do, do it with passion. Because if, even if you don't like to do it, finally you will like it. it you know, it's, it's very, very important. You know, when your, your brain can really change when you have this, this, this energy. So, so that's, that will be what I'm going to write. If everybody around in, in this planet do that, I mean, the world will be completely different. So, so that's, that's what I'm going to write. I'll tell you one thing, uh, Damien, uh, for the people that don't know you, um, I, I think what we learned in the last 45 minutes is that passion shines. Passion comes out from all over your body. And uh, if everybody is like that at Accor, I'm not surprised why Accor is such a great company because, uh, you know, it's a powerhouse of passion, you know, I mean, uh, coming out everything. I wanted to sincerely thank you because uh, you're a great human being. And thank you very much for, for being on the podcast. And, uh, and I'm sure everybody watching will, will enjoy your conversation. Thank you very much. And, thank uh, you, Felipe. And uh, we want to do another in 10 years' time. Maybe you share Let's your recipes. <laughs> Let's do it. Thank you, Thank you. people. Thank Bye -bye. you very much. Thank you.